the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and I hope your week is off to a good start. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And I can tell you, I'm already a really busy morning. Got a lot of things going on. Uh, my, my wife and I, you know, we were uh, out doing some stuff out and about this weekend, and she was buying, well, I should say attempting to buy uh, some clothes for our, our boys, for, you know, getting ready for Christmas. And and uh, they, they like a particular shoe, and I don't know what it is. It's some... some type of shoe, whatever it is. Very common amongst uh, the younger crowd. How's that? And we go into the first store. They don't have any. They said they're they're out of stock. We go to the next one. They don't have any. They're out of stock. Four stores later, she finds one that has my older son's size. The other one didn't have at all uh, one store had a display model and said, that's just a display model. We don't have any others out there. And uh, my wife was uh, attempting anyway, we'll see what happens, to order these things online. Uh, we were at a certain uh, clothing retailer, again, popular with the, uh, uh, well, actually popular with a lot of people, and didn't have any large of any. Yeah, they had a, a plenty of smalls, uh, one or two medium, no larges, no extra larges. Uh, this thing is, I, I'm telling you, I, 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 I've tried to say this for, for a few weeks now. Most of you, even though you're listening to me and I'm telling you, you have no idea what, what's, what's in front of us here. This is going to get, this is going to be a really, really interesting next six months uh, we're going to have uh problems with inventories prices or you think things are expensive now wait till you see what happens six months from now i think things are just starting i think a lot of people are starting to wake up a little bit i'm driving around town and, and we're seeing gas uh 350 360 370 380 uh crude oil today broke above 85 uh unleaded gas was up another three cents this morning, and and there's really again, uh, we've been telling you for about a month now about two hundred dollars and all the bets that are happening there. Uh, but I hope you're getting prepared. Get that gold and silver put away. We're gonna do. You know what? We're gonna do today uh, some really heavy hitters in the industry. Say record high gold prices are going to happen in months not years, kind of very similar uh, to what Jason's been, been been hinting at, that, hey, you know, this when the money flows in and we see this, pick the commodity. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, whether it's beef or crab, 
uh, whether it's cotton or magnesium or computer chips or this or that or the other, you end up with these huge spikes, and we've got the same situation happening uh, in the gold and silver markets. Uh, there's not a lot of inventory. There's not a lot of product available. And once the money flows, all of a sudden, Jason, it seems like it's just uh, like a jackhammer, just boom, and all of a sudden the price just explodes. Absolutely, Joe. And uh, let, me, let me just give you my little weekend uh, scenario. I, uh, my wife has a restaurant she likes to go to. It's uh, kind of a I don't know, Chinese Asian food thing, and she uh, orders this bowl with uh, salmon in it, and uh, ordered it, and then uh, when we went to get it, it's like, oh, wait a minute, sorry, we forgot to tell you, we, we have no salmon. There was no salmon, we don't know when we'll get it. <laughs> it's it's yeah. regular menu item, Joe, no salmon. It's funny you bring that up. You know, last week I was telling you about how uh, the, the guy that owns the restaurant that I'm buddies with, and him and his chef were taking a big highlight or a big sharpie to menu. Salmon was one of the items. That's right. That happened here in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> just right. got just got the uh, got the black sharpie. Yeah, uh, can't get that. They were even talking about stuff like corned beef. You know, corned beef, really cheap cut, right? It's, 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 it's not the best cut. Uh, even that, they're like, you know what? They were debating. They had this debate as to whether or not they could keep it on the menu. Hey, we can get it, but, man, we're going to have to, you know, when, when you raise a price of an item that you've been selling at the same price for years and all of a sudden you've got to raise it, you know, a 2 or $3, right? There, there, it wasn't like, hey, we're going to raise it 50 cents. No, no, no. You know, dollars. Yeah, people notice, Jason. Yes, they do, Joe, and uh, uh, I don't do a lot of eating out, so we, we notice it right away with eating out, but uh, we buy groceries. We do a lot of cooking at home. We eat at home. It's just the healthier way to eat, and uh, we, we, we just can't leave the grocery store without spending more every single time uh, Brooke goes and buys groceries. It's, it's more expensive every time. I, 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 I used to like it, too. You know, when my wife and I first got married, like $100, you could pretty much fill the cart. And, you know, it would be pretty full. You know, couple hundred dollars, right? That you know that 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 that, that cart's it's overflowing. You may need to get a second one. Now, a hundred dollars, and you look down at your cart and you're like, "There's three bags in it. That's it." I mean, it, it's incredible how quickly things have changed. Uh, but unfortunately, I think things are going to get a lot worse than it, uh, before they get better. When we get back. Two of the biggest names in mining uh, were out over the weekend. Uh, Bloomberg did an interview with them talking about where the gold market's at, where the silver markets are at, where prices are headed. That's coming up next. Picture Radio News Hour. Don't touch that down. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I want to say it was over the weekend. Um, who knows? It could have even been early this morning. Uh, but two guys that that uh, used to run Gold Corp. Gold Corp, the largest, well, one of the largest miners of, of gold in the world. Uh, David uh, Garafalo and Rob McEwen. Uh, they they sat down with Bloomberg. And they started talking about. 
uh, where gold's headed, uh, a lot of things going on in the mining industry, uh, and of course inflation uh, came up, and, and they and they said, "Listen, here's here's where we're at. Everybody's coming to the realization that the the central bank and really all of these central banks." are wrong when it came to inflation. This isn't a transitory problem. This is a debt problem. And they said that uh, gold's going to be $3,000 an ounce in months, not years. And, and again, they, they, and they, had a, they had a very, I think, common sense approach to this all because they said, and by the way, it's not stopping at 3000 but they just want people to be ready. We're talking about months. The reaction tends to be immediate and violent when it happens. right? And again, Jason, this kind of goes along the lines of a lot of these other commodities where the, what all, where the banking desk, the trading desk. So you gotta, you got to understand that all of the traders out there, Almost by and large, it, it, it's really kind of, it's almost like in Vegas. If you're at the craps table, you don't bet on the don't pass line, right? You're, you're, you're going to ruin the mojo of the table, so everybody bets with the shooter. Well, same things here. They always bet with the central bank. So prices are always, at least uh, until they're not, very understated. Because they want to give this illusion that everything's wonderful. Copper was a great example. All of a sudden, the traders, oh, no, copper's fine. Don't worry. Oh, 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 wait a minute. There's no inventory. And copper just explodes to records. Jason, they're saying that the same thing is getting ready to happen in the gold and silver markets. I, I think it's very possible, but I think... Uh the biggest enemy of physical gold prices is paper gold. And if you want the the Wall Streeters to feel like things are somewhat okay, and if you want them to believe your 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 temporary inflation, you got you can't have gold and silver doing well. So I think uh, Janet Yellen has been screaming and hollering Joe about this stimulus. It's almost it's almost like you'll do it or else. You know when she when she speaks about this this three point five trillion dollar stimulus. Uh, I don't know, Joe. Maybe, maybe Congress. You know, I, I, was, I was just remembering this back when uh, TARP happened. I, I forgot about this, but the first time they introduced bailing out the banks, ninety percent of Congress voted against it. I forgot about that. And then, uh, and then, and then somebody must. Well, have, yeah, they, they they went up with the two pager, right? That's correct. what Freaked them all out. But right? then the they very next mad. vote, very next vote, they voted it in, though, Joe. So somebody had a discussion, right? right? That's what I'm wondering. So your three thousand gold you're talking about, Joe. There's going to have to be a discussion. I don't think it goes until every, all parties involved decide that they know where where they want things to head because the stock market well, has that weakness. Though. So, so again, here's what they're saying, and 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 they're kind of already saying that already happened. They had a meeting and and they were going to hold it all down. It's going to be transitory, and then they started talking about currencies. One of the, they started talking about the dollar, kind of what you were referencing last week. Hey, there's these, you know, let's 
let's call them third world. Let's call them, uh, you know, whether you're talking about like Venezuela or Lebanon or maybe Syria or Afghanistan, places where, hey, the, the native currency, if you will, nobody wants. And you, that used to be where dollars were involved. And now all of a sudden, even in dollars, uh, things are doubling and tripling. And they're saying it's not just dollars. It's all currencies that are buying less uh, than they ever have. And, they're, they're, and then they started talking about all the developments. And it's really, think about it this way. And I, I love the way they, they, they phrase this. Hey, you shut everything down. And then you gave people more money than they've ever had. Well, what did they do? They started buying things. But there was, people weren't going to work. So the inventories ran down. Now you've opened it back up. People are still getting, you know, up until what, about a month ago, people were still getting all this money. And, and, and now the supply problems are even worse. And they said when they're talking about the gold and the silver markets, they're saying... That when this thing goes and, and the money flows in, they're gonna ha- it's going to be the same story as everywhere else. Oh, my gosh, there's no supply. Yeah. Right? And it's going to force this, this price up. And like they said, they think it's going to be a very quick move. Uh, and, and I think gold tends to do that anyway. You know, when, when it does hit, it happens really quickly. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go up, you know, $20 a month for 24 months, right? Usually what we'll see is in a two- or three-month period. But this is this is almost a doubling of the gold price. We'll see what happens. But they started talking about gold demand. They started talking about China. They started talking about India. Then they started talking about uh, what was going on in the, in the gold and silver demand when it comes to people hedging. So that's where you're talking about, you know, the, what we do. And you're talking about all the mints in the world – all of them with the same story. Record demand, not enough product, right? And, of course, premiums going sky high. They're saying, uh, they, they think, anyway, Jason, in the, in the next several months, we're going to see the same reaction in the gold and silver markets as the, I guess, the paper guys give up on uh, the central bank's transitory yes. argument. And to your point, that remains to be seen. Right, and when, once uh, people f- find out that there is no, you know, uh-oh, things really are not uh, as, as good as the Fed says it is, you know, when, when the people actually start to figure it out on a wide scale, then, yeah, they're going to come running to gold. And it's already, there's hardly anything there, Joe. It's already, the physical market's already dried up. And so, yes, that's why your snapping up of the price uh, absolutely will happen, is when those that uh, fear what's going to happen run to gold and it's not there to be bought. Yeah, and, and, and that's going to be uh, a, a situation where I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. Uh, and I think that drives the price even higher. Uh, you know, the people that are what I'll say the the regulars in the gold industry, the regulars in the silver industry, they've kind of known that supplies have been really tight here for the last couple of years. Uh, when you get that next wave of people that they normally don't wait, what do you mean there's not that? What do you mean you don't have 
uh, all the 20s. It's kind of like I was talking about at the uh, at the store with my wife. Well, they got smalls, right? But they don't have any larges. They don't have any extra larges. And, and, and all of a sudden, uh, a lot of these traders are going to be like, holy, you know, holy smokes here and drive the price even higher. Absolutely, Joe. It's that's supply and demand. What the good thing about commodities are is they are absolutely driven by supply and demand. In the end, uh, gold and silver is manipulated because you know the paper markets sometimes act like there's some different amount out there floating around. But at some point, it it comes back to what is actually out there. Uh, just like you said with copper, once the physical's gone, it's gone. You know, you, you can't go build electric cars if there's no copper, Joe, and so the price goes up. And in copper, uh, that story playing out all day. Uh, uh, all morning this morning, uh, copper prices, uh, they, they, they spiked to those records. Then, then they went in like they normally do uh, and put a bunch of rules uh, on the physical markets that said, see, okay, now we're going to fix it. We're going to get it under control. Uh, and already today, copper moving higher again today. Uh, the, lo- the laws of supply and demand, uh, they don't end. You know, last week we talked about magnesium. Without magnesium, you can't make aluminum. Uh, over the weekend, Europe now uh, has has come out and said that they are urgently working uh, toward immediate action with with the Chinese because they ninety five percent of the magnesium purchased comes from China, and they're saying. There's going to be tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of industries affected if China can't make those deliveries, Jason. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Once again, supply and demand. I keep saying it, Joe, that you have to have quantities that are in, in, in you know, let's just say this with oil. They, everyone's supposed to have these strategic uh, reserves, right, Joe? But for, as you were saying the last few weeks, these reserves are going out. They're, they're empty. And, and I'll tell you right now, a gold, uh, someone who's been buying gold and holds it aside, if, if they're going through economic stress and they're starting to sell their reserve, you know, their savings to make ends meet, as you see that reserve go down, it makes it much, much worse. And so, yeah, Joe, it's, where, where are they going to get it? And uh, like I think we reported about a month ago, China was running out of their copper reserves. They were, they were delving into it. It's just supply and demand. Supply and demand rules the day. Uh, I, I just think that that a lot of people out there are going to be be surprised at how fast prices move from here, and it really only has to do with it. You can ignore fundamentals for a while, and again, uh, go back to my craps table analogy. Everyone bets with the shooter. This is what banks and trading houses do. They bet with the central bank and the central bank. Oh, the supply chain problem is going away and inflation's just transitory. Everything's going to be great. Just wait a few months. Right? Well, we waited a few months. It didn't get better. They came back out. Hey, don't know. Yeah, okay. It's been a little higher than we thought, but don't worry. Just wait a few months. So everybody waited a few more months. It got even worse. And now they're like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's 
going to be higher than we thought, and and you're starting to you're starting to see a couple of Fed governors uh, run for cover and say, well, maybe inflation's coming. Right here it comes, you know, taper. We'll see. And of course, if they taper, gold goes even higher. But again, look at where we are now. It's even worse. There's records amounts of ships off the coast. We know that. Why? Because there's not enough truckers. Period. There's not enough time in the day to unload it all. But now, and now you're seeing right. We you see it with cars. There's no new cars available. Dealer lots are empty. We're in the store. You're at the shoe store. They sell shoes. Well, we don't have those. We don't have these. We don't. And and what shoes don't they have? The most popular ones. Right, the ones everybody wants to buy, they're suddenly out of stock. Uh, another warning today about alcohol. I, I was telling you, my buddies are like, well, yeah, you know, right now, certain sizes are unavailable. Right, you can't get this. You got to go buy the bigger one or the smaller one, and and, and all of this other stuff. And, and you start magnifying that, and every time we turn around, you know, it's one thing for copper to be at all-time highs or any other commodity. It's another thing when they say, hey, it's at all-time highs because we don't have any. That's a different problem. All of a sudden now, airplanes can't be finished. Cars can't be finished. Solar panels can't be made, right? Houses can't get completed, right? And all of a sudden, you have this horrible domino effect uh, I don't know where it is. When, it, when we get back, we're going to talk about these rents that the feds say are so in control. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker. And this inflation thing, it's not ending. Uh, it's, it's getting worse. And again, listen, this is all on the hands of the central bank, period. They control the money supply. This was their genius idea to flood the world with dollars and then try to act like it wasn't going to be a problem. you got to remember, people forget. A year ago, a year ago, Jay Powell was telling everybody there wasn't even going to be any inflation. Right, and you hear it all about MMT and all this stuff. And, of course, they make all of these adjustments to inflation uh, to, to lie to us. Because they have to. Right? Could you imagine uh, uh, Social Security had to pay, you know, they're going to pay, what, almost 6% this year. But if they had to do 16%, how fast the quote-unquote trust fund would have been out of money. But there's a great story uh, over the weekend here in Arizona talking about uh, the, there was a grandmother, and she lives uh, in this apartment, and she her lease is coming due, and they like where they live, and so the grandmother was like, you know, yeah, okay, uh, went down to the office, and they had the new lease ready, and then she was she goes, I was just astonished to see the dollar figure. The dollar figure. Uh, it's a three-bedroom, two-bath. 
I won't say the name of, they actually list the name of the, the apartment complex. It doesn't matter. The cost was $2,476. That was the old cost. The new cost, $3,158. And if she only wanted to sign a six-month lease, that was for 12 months. By the way, they won't allow her to sign for more than that. Because you know what they're thinking. Hey, uh, next time you sign, it's going up again. A, a six-month lease, $1,000 more, $3,412. She says, I understand there's going to be an increase. You know, maybe 50 or or $100. But $800 more a month? And she's like, you know what? I can't afford it. We're going to have to move. And, Jason, I think a lot of people are seeing all of these things play out. All And this isn't just in Arizona. This is everywhere. Worldwide. Worldwide. This isn't, this isn't prices going up. This is what I'm trying to tell everyone. Prices aren't going up 2 or 3%. Prices aren't going to go up 4 or 5%. When you're talking about, think about this. That was over a 30% increase in the rent. Not three. Now, the, the Fed, we just had the highest inflation number for housing yet, Jason, at 3.2%. And we've got articles in our local, uh, our local uh, news saying, hey, apartment prices are up 30%. Right? It's like... That's missing an entire zero. If that was actually ever, now, again, I'll, I'll say this. Arizona, we're probably on the higher end of increases. But if, could you imagine what the inflation number would be if, if housing was up 30% and the Fed's inflation report? That It wouldn't be 15%, Jason. We'd probably be talking about 20 25% total across the board. Uh, but this is what's happening. How about this one? I don't know if you saw this one. AutoZone said, oh, by the way, uh, we may have a little problem uh, with, with sales. And people were like, what? They were like, yeah, well, we're having trouble getting parts for, for people to fix their vehicles. In other words... From brake pads to batteries to all the other little components that people buy, AutoZone is saying that in some cases they expect things to be out of stock for weeks, Jason. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> we, you know, uh, used car prices uh, are hitting all-time highs, record highs. And uh, the thing about a used car, they tend to need more parts than new cars. So uh, to keep that old old car running, you got to keep buying those parts. And then, of course, manufacturing is coming probably from China. And uh, look at the stress they're having over there. Right. And, and you and you, ta- you right. talked right. about rent. Think, listen to this. We talked about Evergrande and all this. I won't go deep into it, but listen to this. In September, Goldman Sachs that, that said the worst case scenario was that the housing would go down 30% in, in China. It went down 36%. In the first 18 days of October, 
They're saying 63% down year over year, Joe. That's going to affect us completely. I mean, if China implodes, how are we going to get the stuff they make us, Joe? Yeah, and, and again, right, people forget. Without China, everything comes to a stop because they are the number one producer of so many key elements uh, in the manufacturing base. You know, now all of a sudden, uh, there's not enough auto parts uh, on the shelves. Well, how are we going to? What's going to happen to these 18 wheeler trucks if they start breaking down? And, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, yo, uh, we'll get you back on the road in a month. Oh, you broke that part? Well, that, that part's not going to be available for another six weeks. I mean, we, we it's, it is incredible. Uh, again, this shouldn't be a surprise, but it is a surprise only because, right, they, they were, the, the guys that do the trading, right, didn't want to live in the real world of supply and demand. They wanted to believe the fairy tale that was being spun by the central bank. And I'm going to tell you right now, this fairy tale ends very, very badly, Jason. Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. And and not to just, I'm just going to keep going back to it. If China's having problems, with, and everybody's having problems with all of our sectors, it's commodities, it's, it's goods, you know, cars, chips, everything. Whatever China decides is the most important part of their industry, they will just take their workforce and take it there. So when Joe, uh, Joe's kids want shoes, they're not going to make shoes. they got something else that's pr- uh, prioritized. This is why you're going to see all these shortages. We don't produce it here anymore, and now we're going to reap what we've sown, Joe. Yeah, well, I, I think this is something setting up because you're right. China's going to make decisions. Okay, we only have this much power. What are we making? What are we not making? And then we're going to have to live with the consequences. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up thirteen. Uh, eighteen ten uh, on gold this morning, so we're re- we're closing in here, closing in on on eighteen thirty. Uh, and if uh, the the guys from Gold Corp are right, are we are we getting ready to see uh, a a big shot up in price? I I can almost guarantee prices are shooting up. And again, we've been waiting for the taper. It looks like it's getting to that. We're getting it started a little bit early, but not that early. I mean, we, we, we're going to get a taper announcement here in the next week, week and a half. Uh, and then we're going to know for certain, are they going to start in November or December? But either way, uh, silver up about 13, 15, now 13 to 15 cents here, 24.60 on silver. So uh, silver, uh, same thing. I think it's just my opinion. But I think in the first quarter of 2022, uh, I think we're going to see silver crest over that $30 level. Uh, and I think the run is on at that point. At that point, uh, I think you're going to see uh, that silver squeeze that a lot of people thought was going to happen last year. I think we're going to see that happen this year, Jason. Uh, and I only say that because 
there's nothing out there. You know, when we look around and we call, and, and we've been in this business 25 years, uh, anybody who's got anything, nobody wants to sell it. You know what I'm saying? If, if I have something, it, it, it's just like the wholesalers are calling me, wanting me to sell what I've got to them. I'm like, no, nope, I'll, I'll keep what I've got. Uh, we've got that happening everywhere, Jason. Yeah, silver <clears throat> silver is very likely, uh, uh, like you've said before, if it gets to 30, it could race to 50, and it could happen very quickly, same as you said with gold. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Joe, I, I don't think we know, if, I don't know when it's going to go. It, you know, we, we could still be stuck here for a month or two. I don't know what could happen. This next week, things should just take off. Uh, I used to say on uh, our afternoon show constantly, it's better to be a year early when you're buying gold and silver than one day late when things take off. And that's the problem, right? Because uh, we don't know. I wish I did. I wish I could tell you, hey, on uh, November 26th, that's the day, right? And it would make it easy. The, the, the problem is, as Jason says, we just don't know. You don't know what the next report is going to be. And th- this is the problem because right now, every time we turn around, uh, we have another report that just flies right in the face of that story that the C- central bank was trying to tell everybody. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm worried about Wednesday. I have no idea what that crude report is going to be. But let's just say uh, it, it, it's what they expect it to be. We could see $90 crude oil by Wednesday. I think that's... Very, I mean, very at that possible. point, right? At, at that point, all of a sudden, bam! Right up, oh, poop. Gold just shoots up fifty bucks, and it's on. Yep. Right, but I, but we don't know. Right? Wednesday, it could come back. It could be ah, wasn't as bad as we thought. When the lights are right, going. and now oil is going to be eighty-two dollars for the rest of the week, and we'll wait to see what the following report says. You know that type of thing. You just don't know, right? Is China going to come out and say, oh? Hey, we just had uh, COVID now is running through uh, all of our all of our ports, or COVID's running through where we manufacture X, Y, or Z, and all of a sudden uh, all, prices of another commodity shoot through the roof. We just don't know. It's not if, it's when, right, Joe? It's not if. That's kind of the problem. Every day it's like, okay, is today the day the shoe drops, right? Is tomorrow the day the shoe drops? I mean, let's face it. They were running on the most idiotic economic theory ever, which was, ah, we can print money. We can just keep printing. It doesn't matter. And, we, uh, you know, we'll have all of these controls. Like, uh, at first, the Treasury had $1.8 trillion in its checkbook to try to keep the money from getting out there. Well, guess what? That's gone. Now, well, overnight, uh, banks and money markets are leaving $1.6 trillion overnight. Well, guess what? That's starting to dissipate, right? Especially with taper. Now they got to start buying that stuff. And all of a sudden, all these promises that they made just turned out to be nonsense. And, and again, I think this is what we're facing. I think a lot of people, it, it, it all you know, we, we, we talk about the 70s. This is going to be way worse than that. I mean, think about what we've got now and, and, and with the Fed line, right? They made all these, you know, hedonistic adjustments. 
right? Go to John Williams' shadow stats. Hey, if we were keeping track of inflation the way we did in the 70s, I think his last number was 16%. I think that was his last number. By the way, the central bank has done nothing. At least in the 70s, Jason, interest rates, they, they, they fluctuated, but they were still at 8 9 10% before Paul Volcker took them up to 20 I mean, they were at least trying to stop it. The, our, these guys, they're not even trying to stop it. Which just tells you what Jason says all along, right? Jason, this is what they want. Right. You know, you said uh, on Wednesday you were you know, you're, you're wondering where the oil price is going to be. It's kind of funny. There's something else you could talk about in the 70s. But uh, with the second largest economy in the world can't keep the lights on, that's a sure indication that energy prices are going up. And it's funny because in the 70s, what were they having on the East Coast there in New York? They were having those rolling brownouts. Remember that? Rolling brownout. Yep. Energy problems. Exactly right. How, how does energy prices go down when the second largest economy in the world can't even keep the lights on, Joe? 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment here on this Monday, uh, Jason and I were going to switch over to the half-empty Cup of Joe show coming up next. Jason, who's our guest? Ron Weinberg. He, I don't, he's not in the building yet, but uh, he's uh, he's our Republican from Larimer County that uh, wants to change the way that uh, normal politics are happening and wants to make changes from the uh, grassroots local level. And uh, Local level. Yeah. It's so important. Uh, that's coming up next. Uh, but... I do have, I don't have that many. We have, we've been having uh, supply issues uh, with this, but I've got 30 $10 gold pieces today. They're at a thousand and seventy-five, a thousand seventy-five on ten dollar liberties, eighteen sixty-six to nineteen oh seven, at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two gold uh, at the highs of the day here, uh, just over eighteen hundred and ten dollars this morning. Uh, silver uh, prices, this silver supply is just really, really tight right now. Uh, silver's up another eighteen cents now, uh, twenty four sixty on on the silver markets. Uh, the Dow. Uh, mixed today. Uh, the Dow, well, actually, the Dow just turned positive. So the Dow uh, up about 60 points uh, on, I don't know, who knows, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, uh, Walmart, one of the big ones. Uh, but, uh, Jason, they're saying that they may finally have a deal, possibly, uh, with uh, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin. Uh, the plan now, about $2 trillion dollars. And they're going to pay for it, allegedly, 
through unrealized stock gains. At least that's what appears to be gaining here uh, on in the last over the weekend. Uh, they're not going to raise taxes on the corporations. Instead, uh, they're going to tax. It looks like unrealized stock profit gains. That's that's wow. I don't even know what to say to that one. Uh, but again, this is again to try to affect the thousand or so billionaires that we've got, Jason. It sounds like they want to push stocks higher. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> Doesn't sound like. Well, I, I would think that's going to have the opposite effect. Wait a minute, I didn't even sell yet, but you want me to pay tax on it? Yeah, well, but for the, for the government to get its piece, uh, that don't, doesn't that mean stocks have to stay good? You know, unre- unrealized stock gains. You got to keep those gains high. <laughs> I wonder if they could claim unrealized stock losses on the other side. I wonder if the Fed says, well, we'll just buy more stocks. Go ahead. <laughs> That's got to be what happened, Joe. I mean, make the stock market go up. And like, well, once I've said this before, with the inflation going up, the stock market housing could, could inch higher, and you could be in a stock crash. You could be in a market crash with, with things going up a little bit, with inflation going berserk. If, if inflation's going berserk, everything's crashing, Joe. It's just a weird – we haven't dealt with this in a long time. But if the price of everything goes up 100% and your stock goes up 10%, that's a crash. That absolutely is a crash. You can't, you... It, it's, getting, it's just getting more and more interesting, isn't it? Uh, I never in a million years, I don't know, uh, we can tax you on unrealized gains. That That's, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm just saying, in my opinion, that means, you know, Jason says, price goes, I think the opposite. These guys will be selling stocks versus buying them. I don't know. I could be wrong. I usually am. Patriot Radio News Hour 800-951-0592. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Half Empty Cup of Joe coming up next. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.